0: Welcome, Ute fans, to the third episode of Utah Football Fans Podcast in 2019. Here we are in the bunker at the table. We are coast to coast and worldwide. I'm Gary Ack-Smith with James Russin and Brynn Whitchurch. Let's get right down to it. We're about a week and a half out. Ten days. Quite honestly, I'm sick of all the talk. Um
1: It's been a long summer.
0: It's you know camp started it was it was exciting. Finally camps here, but now here we are. I mean how much more can be said? I don't know. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm ready. Let's go. Let's kick it off. Let's get this rolling. Let's get this game going. Uh so the uh AP poll came out today. It was today, right? Yep. Okay. We've got Utah ranked. At 14, the coaches poll I think has already been out, and I think we were 15th. Is that, is that what I understand? I believe that's correct. But anyway, the AP, this is the AP, and the Utes are ranked 14 in the top 25. Um, so we got Utah at 14, and from the Pac-12, uh, we got Oregon at nine, uh, number 11, Washington 13, Washington State 23. Stanford is 25 and of course you'll notice right there all but Utah is out of the north. Yeah. So the north's obviously the the pack, but you know, let's face it, polls what do what do they really mean right now? Nothing. 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 It's just fun but something to
2: talk about. Here we are, at 14. Any thoughts on that on that stuff? 14 is the highest we've ever been rated at this point from the season. So that's exciting. I mean, We've talked about hype. We've talked about all the, you know, preseason hype. But it's cool to get recognition. It's the highest we've ever been. But you're right, we're the only team in the from the south that's getting any love. That's ranked. That's ranked. Um, some other teams are getting votes, but, um, I mean, look at that. USC's not. USC's not on, I mean, on there. Those
0: guys have got to be, yeah, going but crazy. They sh- they, they got to be on this. <laughs>
2: I hate them, but what the heck? It's USC. You gotta. Yeah, but they are so down. They are just. I've heard that their their practices have not been good. They had a scrimmage recently that was abysmal from all reports. So, yeah, the, the south down, I know Arizona got some votes and Arizona State got some votes. But, you know, to be 14th, it's great. Um, I was a little bit, when I initially saw it, I was a little bit surprised to see Washington State ranked just because they're replacing quarterback. Um, but Mike Leach is proven. Um, I'm not.
0: Personally, I'm not. I think that.
2: I think they're just being overlooked. I think they have, yeah. I think you're right, especially in the north. I mean, you look how yeah. There's Oregon and there's there's Washington and there's even Stanford. Washington State has been very good they're and very consistent. Good. Um that game makes me nervous at home just cuz they can throw the ball around and they can put up points. So
1: what is it that Oregon has done? Yes. That <laughs> that deserves that ranking. I mean, we come out of Pac-12 media day Everyone chooses Utah to win the whole division. And yet this comes out and two teams are higher than we are. Yeah. Washington. I get, okay, we beat, we, you know, we played them in the championship. I get that. Although their team's going to look different, but what has Oregon done?
2: It's all, they have Justin Herbert and that
1: just, cause they they're, talent, that's it. Man. They got, they got, they they, got talent, they, they
2: but you're right. They went nine and four last year. We, we beat them at home with Justin Herbert. Um, and i agree it's it is interesting we're picked to win the conference okay but this is the ap right it's still the it's the ap but we're picked to win the conference in the there's two teams ahead of us
0: i know that but that was that was the pac 12 media it is right different people doing doing different, different things, things so. you
1: don't think they look at that i guess maybe well, they not we probably do I don't know. but
0: I, what i'm saying is okay they're within a, a, a couple of rankings i don't know it right
1: it it all doesn't matter Win a few Let's, games
0: and you're going to be above all these guys right it or they lose. They
2: lose. We, you know, you're right,
0: but I agree with you. I mean, it's a crapshoot. They're like, okay, they could have put any of. They, they could have mm-hmm. shuffled those top three: Utah, Oregon, Washington. In my mind, they could have shuffled those around, and essentially, it would have been fine.
2: Well, I think if you take, so it's it's Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, and I think that that's crap. I'm th- sick of the same. I'm sick of it. But that's those are the four best teams in college football. We'll see. We'll see, but I think that's about right. After that, I think you could I think you could move Utah to 7, 8. LSU is number 6, they could be number 9. I, I it's all over the board. And we'll that's see. it's exactly. We'll see. At this point it's totally irrelevant. It's just fun, something to talk about. 14th man, oh, again, it's cool. Where do you it's think they cool. should have been ranked? Where where would you put them? You I don't
0: were, I don't have any honestly. I don't know.
2: The Gary Axsmith poll of the week comes out.
0: <laughs> I'm fine Where do you with put them,
2: man? I'm fine with 14.
0: It. I haven't gone and analyzed every team and so forth, because play five or six weeks, mm. and there you go. Then, then you start that starts meaning something. This stuff you can go back and look at polls, which I've done, and and they're a joke most of the time. You know, oh, obviously yeah. uh, the f- first. One, two, three, or four, okay, they kind of move around and maybe win it all or something. Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State, okay, that stuff. But all the other teams, you look at them when they're ranked at the beginning of the season, and then you see how it lands at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. and teams that are, like, in the top ten aren't anywhere to be found. So all I'm saying, it's fun to look at And But to me, a poll doesn't mean anything until maybe five or six games in where you've got stuff under your belt, what's your record? Who you beating? Then you, then you kind of know reality. If Utah goes five and zero, oh, they're in the
2: top ten. Oh yeah, because some teams in front of us are going to lose. Some mm-hmm. teams aren't going to live top up to 10. expectation. They'll be in the top ten. And then when it really matters is when the committee, because the AP poll means nothing these days anyway. It's the a, It's the committee that comes out and makes a determination. That's when it starts to matter. But. I think it's great. If I were going to rank them, I think that this is a really good spot. I think somewhere between 14 and 12 is kind of where we sit, um, with the potential to be a top six team by the end of the year. Now, that potential, you got to win. Yeah, it's everything, man. Just win, just win, baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a different team. That's a different.
0: Yeah, just they just need to win too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So my understanding is that Rice Eccles. Has been sold out 57 consecutive games. Is that right, Bryn? I guess that is. That is right. That's an amazing... I mean, way to go, fans.
2: I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's awesome. 57 g- fans, Utah fans.
1: And we uh, didn't even have to go out and find another school <laughs> to sell those <laughs> another fan tickets base? out. So, way that's to go, impressive. youth.
0: You got it. I mean, that is... Yeah, that's fantastic.
2: It's It really is impressive to, to that many games and, you know... A lot of really good games have come to town. But we've had our fair share of nobodies that come. Right. And we still sell it out. It's great.
0: Okay. Um, from Twitter. Who's Josh Furlong?
1: I think he's KSL. Is that yes. yeah, Yeah. Yes, he's a KSL. It.
0: Okay. So he asked Whittingham how this offense, the new offense uh, with Ludwig, is different to Troy Taylor's. And, and this is what... Witt said well there's one more well there's one more than one way to move the ball and andy is more of a pro style element to his attack with some under center stuff the key is maximizing your per- personnel and trying to f- and not trying to force a square peg in a round hole you can't just say here's what we do now you players got to do it and Andy is a master of playing to the strengths of his personnel and finding roles. Thoughts on any of that when you first read it?
1: <laughs> I mean, first thought was he's he's throwing a little, little digs. A little bit. A
2: L- little just, shot. He's
0: not trying to.
1: No, but. Mm, but...
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's pretty calculated dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> little no, digs to maybe way, last year's <laughs> coordinator, but it sounds like everything's going great and Ludwig's doing what he needs to be doing and is a little more listening to the players, maybe feedback and tailoring it to them. So
2: yeah, when you Tyler Huntley is a dual threat quarterback in the aspect of he has the ability to run, but not that you should use him as a running quarterback. And there were so many times last year where Huntley was our, our leading rusher attempt. I mean, there were games I think he ran for 19 times in a game and, 17 times in a game and you're just going it's inevitable that this guy's going to get hurt. But he's a pretty good thrower. In fact, I think he's one of the better throwers we've had as a quarterback in a long time. But he has that threat to get out and run. So, from what I'm hearing is that they're going to utilize his arm and then at opportune opportunity, opportune moments, option opportunities, opportune <laughs> moments, <laughs> they're going to get him out and, and, and run him. And that it's great. From Whittingham has also said that he can do that with other positions. He finds guys' strengths, finds a a, a good time in the game, and uses them to their strength.
1: I like the idea of going under center a lot more, or so at least more.
2: <laughs> oh, I do a lot. I like we, I like the pro style Yep, offense
1: yeah, myself. Yeah, that shotgun, you know, I don't know. It just, we haven't been able to master it. And I think like what you're saying with Huntley, a lot of times when he gets in that shotgun and then – he just scrambles and runs, and we don't want him hurt. No. <laughs> I like the idea of under center. He hands the ball off to Moss.
0: He
1: w- runs 50 yards, and there we go. But
0: So the, was it a couple nights ago, or a few nights ago, on one of the ESPN channels, I watched the end of the Stanford-Utah mm-hmm. game. <laughs> and then I watched uh, not all of it, but most of the UCLA-Utah game. Of course, Huntley was playing and all that, and I... I and I knew, the, I knew the outcome, but you're still kind of on the edge on,
1: yeah. on some of it.
0: But I'm, I got to say, you know, Huntley, the things you're saying about him is true, but when I, wa- when I watch those games, it's the happy feet thing,
2: man. Yeah, that makes me nervous.
0: Where any pressure and the inclination was scramble and run. I, I'm hoping that he uses his scrambling ability just to get into open space and make the passing game work not run all the time. In other words, yeah, there's going to be pressure, but he is elusive, so, you know, move around. Stay in the pocket if you can. He seemed to come out of the pocket last year pretty quick. But, Mm -hmm. you know, stay in that pocket, or if you need to, get flushed out, but don't run. Just give yourself time to make the throw. But I'm hoping, I think, with Ludwig and the way he runs his offense, I think that will bring Huntley in a little bit more. I'm hoping.
2: Well, well, there was a highlight. I saw it on on Twitter the other day. It's... Two years ago when we played at BYU, Huntley was playing. He did exactly that. Pocket broke down, scrambles out to the right. He could have probably run and picked up eight, nine yards, but he kept his eyes downfield, delivered a great ball to Carrington, picked up 35, 40 yards. I'm hoping to see that. Use that that athleticism. Use your ability to scramble, extend plays, but then deliver balls because there's receivers on this team now, guys that can catch the ball. I'm hoping.
1: Well, the hope too is, I mean, how much weight has he gained? What, a
2: twenty pounds?
1: Right. So, if he does scramble a little bit, maybe he's not as in. Yeah. But you don't ever want your quarterback tackled and hurt and anything yeah, like that. Yeah, get down, so
2: Huntley. I know you're listening to this <laughs> to this podcast. He, he
1: absolutely <laughs> listens. Get he,
2: down, get out of bounds. <laughs> that extra six inches is is not worth it. Just go down, and and let's go. Let's let's just stay healthy.
0: No kidding. All right. So Utah fans, you can follow us on iTunes. These uh, the the podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, or through Podbean, which is the host website for the podcast. Please contact us as well. We do want to hear from you. We want your co- we want your comments, your critiques, questions, whatever. We'll, we'll you know mention your name and what you what you're saying. We'll put you on air. Uh, so get a hold of us at Facebook, Twitter. You can hit us up through email, which is UteFootballFans at gmail.com. And you can text us, 801-839-5622. Uh, okay, so um, the the captains have been chosen, as well as the leadership council. Let me just read the names. Um and then maybe some of your thoughts on that. But when I, as I read those, I thought, man, this is solid. So here's here's the captains. We have Tyler Huntley, Darren uh, Paolo, Bradley Anai, Leckie Fotu, and Ben Lennon. Um, three uh, three D linemen. And of course, one captain out of special teams, and then one offense, which is is Huntley. That to me is a solid. That's that's some solid captains. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to see the quarterback there. I know uh, it, yeah. in in days past, there's, you know, if, if if your quarterback's not there, to me, I don't know, there's something worrisome about that.
1: Yeah, that. that's exactly what my first thought was: is if the quarterback's not captain, I I don't know if the quarterback. He's, he's the man. He's the leader of the team.
2: He's the man. He is he should be,
1: and so if he's, he's gotta be one of them. if he's not one of your captains, I feel like it's a little off. So mm-hmm. I, I'm very glad to see Huntley there.
2: Yeah, he, the the quarterbacks he should be the leader. Yeah, I mean, look at they're and, all seniors too. They're all seniors. I mean, look at any successful team, you know, pro college. If the quarterback's the guy, that's where it starts. But then you're right. There's three defensive freaking linemen.
0: I was wrong. One's an offensive lineman. Check. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Paolo's Check an that. offensive lineman. Paolo, Yeah,
2: but. To have, I, I very 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 strong, and then I the think it's funny Ben Lennon, who's a freshman punter, is the special <laughs> teams guy. <laughs>
1: right,
2: but it makes sense when you look at the special teams. He he's going to be very good. He falls right in that that Tom Hackett kind of mold. Um, Mitch yeah. Shnawski, who's word is it. he's good. He's like the others. He's like the others. So fact, I'm not surprised by any of it, but I think it's I think it's great. And these guys were all voted on. By their teammates. This is a teammate Is it? Decision. The captain's a team? Captains yeah. are voted on by your team. So this is voted by your... leadership
1: council is. No, it's your captains.
2: It's your captains. It's by your peers. And that's... That's awesome.
1: Well, and Whittingham always talks about his most successful teams. Let's... Mm-hmm. Okay, 2008. That was all team leadership. He talks about that over and over and over again. You have to have strong team leadership. The coaches can do all they're going to do, but... If they've got the guys, they respect each other and they respect their leaders, and this is a good core. I think all of these captains have major have the respect from their teammates. So. When they
2: talk, the team listens. Right. And you're right. You you can go far with good leaders, but you can go really far with great leaders. Right. And from what I'm hearing, these guys are all r- great leaders. Well, here's the here's and then yeah, the, the leadership council. council. Let's this hear is this.
0: pretty impressive, actually. So Huntley Moss. Simpkins, of course, all seniors. Covey, Fotheringham, Paolo, Anai, Fotu, Pennacini, Bernard, Jalen Johnson, Blackman, Burgess, and Lennon. Tell you that's a solid. That's an NFL roster that, right there. That, that's, that's a solid. There's <laughs> oh, my we, fantasy
1: fantasy team right geez. there.
0: I guess for me when I when I read that and you kind of know these guys and their experience and all of that stuff. So what you know what happens is if there's team issues it's this council that speaks to wit my understanding yeah so there's team things have to be taken care of I mean with that with that core group or with that group man they they got leadership that you can't win if your leadership's garbage and that's a that's that is a solid, strong group. group it's pretty impressive
2: well it's really cool is Huntley Moss and Simpkins all came from the same high school. Yeah. Thank you Dennis Erickson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Went down to Florida and got those guys to come up here and it's been it's paying off. So we thank you coach.
0: Yeah, let's hear for let's hear it for Dennis Erickson. <laughs> 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 yeah, man.
2: It's cool. It's cool. We ran into Dennis Erickson. What was that? 5 years ago we were on we were, that? On, the, we're on the elevator elevator in, in, in the Michigan, Michigan game. Dennis Erickson's on the Elevator with us with his national championship ring on, big, big freaking honking ring on his finger, yelling at Brian Blacken to go back to his right. room and get his get his gear. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't too happy. He wasn't happy with Blacken, but when, when that right, guy was,
0: <laughs> was he even awake when we saw him no, in that elevator?
2: No, but he was enormous. <laughs> that guy, uh, you stand next to that guy and it's unbelievable. And then he went out and killed Darren Funches later that that week. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we must have listened he listened
2: to him, but yeah, when was it was when funny, when uh got on the elevator that's the first thing you saw was that freaking ring. It was pretty cool. It was
0: impressive all right, so coming up uh, this year we have uh, for the games for the home games there's different themes for the games and um, activities and and stuff to enhance the experience at Rice Eccles. I thought we'd just talk about a few of those, not every game um, but some of the things are going on. With with these games, uh, for instance, for example, September seven against Northern Illinois, which is an eleven o'clock start. It's the uh, it's the red out, is what I understand. So make note of that. So wear red. Wear red. Yeah. Don't come in your yellow shirt or a blue shirt or something stupid like you see once in a while. Yeah. Some goofball. Where's his
2: bright they be orange ejected, dude? They should be ejected from the the stadium. If you don't have a red, just a red shirt, I'm sure you can go to the DI and I'll get, get you one. I'll, <laughs> send me <them laughs> a message yeah, on Facebook. I have about 900 Utah shirts. I will give you one of mine. Yes. Or go to the DI and get one for two dollars. That's red. <laughs> uh, Even if a, it's a guy pit when, stains when get he shows it up with his his camouflage T-shirt on oh. and he's the only guy in the stadium. Let's go. But <laughs> you're at a you're. At, Big time college football. Wear red.
1: Text the fan phone if that happens. Know,
0: Please, we'll get you a shirt.
2: I'll get you a shirt.
0: I guarantee it. We got you a shirt.
2: I'll get you a shirt. <laughs> you a shirt.
0: I, you a shirt. <laughs> so that's uh, the seventh. The twenty eighth is the Washington State game. Time, I think, is to be determined. Yep. That's homecoming. Um. And that's a, th- a throwback. A throwback game. So the youths are going to wear. Some special armor throwback uniforms. Is that the one I've seen online? I
2: think that's the one. What's the.
1: No. No, no, that's
0: no. That's no, not. This is different. No, that's different. No, that one's. Oh, yeah. Against... This is the old. I like the old throwback. Yeah,
2: yeah with the. The double. The, the U's. The, the, interlocking the interlocking U's. Mm-hmm. The one you're thinking of is against UCLA, which is in November.
0: So September 28th. Okay, that's throwback, but it's homecoming. Um, It's October 26th against California, is the Ute Proud. Mm hmm. Day, um, that's where the Utes are going to wear, the, you know, the Ute proud helmets, which are pretty cool. Those are sweet when they do that. Yep. And then the, I think the Ute tribe will probably do halftime. So it's either going to rain or snow.
1: Every time. Every, Every time. time. Every time. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> you know, so get your rain gear right now. And it's happened, but it's it's cool to watch. I like it.
1: Yeah.
2: It's fun. And uh, I, I like
0: the, the helmets. Are they the same ones, or are they going to do something different? Do we know?
1: I don't know that that's know. been
2: Yeah, Have announced. you heard anything about I
1: have not heard anything about the, the
2: hand-painted. Those have been cool. I've been a huge fan of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're neat. And then,
0: like you said, James, on the 16th against UCLA. it's
2: That's the one.
0: The 2019 season apparently is the 150th anniversary of college football. Mm -hmm. and so there's a bunch
2: of teams doing it
0: yeah and so that's where under armor designed a special uniform for the youths to wear during that game that's the one i think we've seen yeah right that kind of looks
2: a little ohio state-ish but what
0: people say i i don't know
2: well i don't know we'll see yeah i mean the fact is that we actually wore that combo before ohio state did so if people are complaining that it looks like Ohio we State. I haven't seen
0: the whole uni, though. I've just seen.
2: It's it's the red and then it's gray helmet with gray pants. Yeah, it's so it, it looks like Ohio State, but oh, oh. who cares? It's going to look sweet.
1: It's cool. That, I mean, we're going to have two throwback yeah. kind of uniforms this year because of that 150th. And then homecoming has been the throwback game for the last four to five years or so.
2: When did we debut that? Was that we debuted that against Cal that one year, wasn't it?
1: The throwback? I can't remember. Yeah. The interlocking Us. I love the interlocking I Us. I do too. And I love that they've gone back to using that more.
2: But I will say, I'm taking a stand. I love the interlocking you, but stop trying to get rid of the drum and feather. Okay? Can we disagree on all this? I agree
0: with that. It's all the
2: Okay. It's it's I like the interlocking U. I like the heritage. I like the look of it. But the Drum and it's Feather, drum and feather is the, the Utah logo. I don't know if you saw, but they redid the Huntsman floor. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, looks good. Looks
2: great. The interlocking you looks great. But the logo for the University of Utah is a Drum and Feather. It is. Okay? Let's, let's just all agree on that. Stop trying to get rid of it.
0: But you get some nut jobs and some poli- politically correct losers that want to get rid of it. Yeah.
2: Because it has a the feather nation- on it. The Unation signed off on it, people. They like it. They like it. So So back
1: off and let's enjoy it. Stop
2: trying to make decisions for them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if if you notice on these, (laughs) switching gears here. Stay um, on on track. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a popular one that's not listed, and that's where we wear (gasps)
2: black. Oh, I don't know.
1: Fun fact, so... Yeah, the blackout. Like the blackout's always, I feel like, one of the most popular mm-hmm. theme games. Everyone likes it. Stadium looks. Stadium awesome. loves it. Um, when the schedule comes out, you know, marketing sits down and decides where they think these themes would fit best. The Salute America game is always around Veterans Day, and so that'll probably be tied in with the UCLA game, I imagine. Um, and then Homecoming gets set, and so we know that's the throwback game, and then. Blackout's tricky because from what I understand, the team and WIT, they don't want to play a blackout unless it's a night game.
2: Yes, he has said that.
1: And so with us not knowing game times until sometimes five days before, we can't announce a blackout. Now, they can kind of look at a game and say, well, this might work and just hold it. But if it ends up being a day game, we won't have a blackout for Mm -hmm. that year. Now, that hasn't happened Yet
0: we'll have a night game somewhere.
1: We will, but you've already got these. Some yeah, of but these like other for instance, ones.
0: October 19, Arizona State. Right. Oh man, that would be a good one.
1: The thing,
2: even, last the, even the
0: Ute proud game, because that that isn't a time. So if even well, if that was at night, they could wear the helmet and still.
1: Yeah, they could if the it's Black the Ute. same helmet as last year. But yeah. the thing last year it was UCLA, and that's because it was a Friday night. It was a Friday game, so we knew it was a night game. Mm-hmm. So you can automatically set that. That's the blackout we know. But when it's Saturday games and we don't know game times.
2: Well, yeah, there's sometimes it's the week of and you're it's Monday morning. You still don't know right? the games in five days.
1: So I would just say buy your black, while you're buying your red shirts. Buy a black one September too. September 7th. Just buy a black one because then you'll have it at the ready.
0: Odds are we're going to be getting... They'll, I They'll think.
1: Have one. I Probably. think odds are we will be having one. Everyone loves it. I think the players love it. It's it's fun, but yeah, they won't commit to it because it needs to be a night game. And I think that happened after,
2: uh, the TCU debacle. TCU in what
1: 2010? 2009, 2010,
2: <laughs> when they beat us forty nine <laughs> nothing, whatever it was, and it was- game day
1: was here. And- oh. God. That was the like blackout. We don't
2: talk that was the camo, camo game. 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 We don't talk about the that. The
1: Under Armour game. camo we don't, game and don't talk about yeah, that ever game. since then they won't play a, a blackout day game.
0: That's fine with me. Blackout needs to be at
2: night. Yeah. Yeah. The stadium looks it looks good. It's cool. Except for the doofus is wearing yellow in that game too. <laughs> then you really stand out. I will call fan, the fan phone on you on that one.
0: Those idiots. <laughs> uh tailgating. It's not oh, that go, hard. go.
1: Well, I was gonna say so. We talked about kickoff times. We all gave our our oh, yeah. opinions there, and I
2: was surprised how many people were on board with it. I am, I I don't uh, think I, I don't believe surprised they surprised Too, I, I actually
1: get, really I, am. All the com- I mean, you I, did that poll. I did a
2: poll on on the Facebook on the Facebook page.
1: You want to pull up what those results were? Yeah, I was I shocked. A, I,
2: was I, don't too. believe
0: it. I don't think they thinking about it seriously. Logistic,
1: no way. Ten
0: o'clock in the morning, no way.
2: Look, I I know people who travel up to the game. Okay, they live two hours away one way or another. They travel up to the game. So for those fans, I I get, okay, an eight an eight thirty kick. You're not getting home till three in the morning, four right, in the morning. Right. I get that. But for the I'm sorry, that's an inconvenience for the two hundred people that do that, but for the forty seven thousand that are there, and especially like we talked about last week, the must, it is a terrible idea.
1: So Harlan Mark Harlan did a podcast. They do a monthly podcast. He and Mike Lagasholt and I just listened to it today, and they were talking about it and what had been brought up in Media Day and all that. And Harlan said it's it's not happening this year.
2: Sounds like Harlan listened to our podcast last week.
1: (laughs) Maybe you know Huntley's (laughs) listening. Harlan's listening. I'm still waiting
2: for Jalen Johnson to listen Um, so he can give me that. Yeah, and we did that logo. That That baby was sweet.
1: But basically, he said. It's not going to affect Utah this year, so.
0: Well, that's that's good for this year, but keep the pressure on.
1: Right. That that's all these people that voted.
2: Okay, they're, so wait, they're <laughs> idiots. They did not know what they're doing. Just kind of. <laughs> they didn't even look. We had I don't even know the, the total, but 174 said they would be in fan no, in favor okay, of it, man. with 113 saying absolutely not. So there was more saying yes than no. That's, that that really surprises it. me. Think,
1: listen. Everyone who voted yes, you need to listen to the podcast from last week and listen to our reasons, and then maybe you'll change your vote, because...
2: The fan experience will suffer. I'm telling you. You want to get up and come to a game? I No. Do people who like to party
0: on uh, a Friday night, for instance, you're out partying, enjoying yourself on a Friday night, you get in at 2 o'clock, you're a little bit, you know, enumerated uh, you've had some fun, whatever, and all of a sudden the game next... Is it 10 o'clock? Come on.
1: No. Even if you're
2: there, there's not going to be any energy. No.
1: And athletics has, some of you may have seen this, they just came out with some of their fan experiences that they're trying to just improve the fan experience. It's funny, we've got those 57 sellouts, but they're still looking at ways to make sure that people want to come to the stadium instead of watching it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's 9 a.m., 10 a.m., no like we said, the crowd's just not going to be what it is, but a lot of these things they're trying to do is make the fan feel like you are welcome here. You are a part of this. You are influencing the game. We need you here. We want you here. And
2: kick it off at 6. It's perfect. <laughs> Look, kick man, it off in let, the evening. Let's go. You know, the,
0: the biggest answer to all this stuff is winning. When a team is winning... People show. People show. Then you get into the groove. I'm, I'm not I'm going to throw it out there. All these enhancements... I'm just going to say it again. They got to turn the freaking music up. (laughs) Yes. The whole time? I know these old geezers are there, and it it might, you know, but crank it up at the appropriate times and just get jacked up. This is
1: football. This is collision. Well, the band now has more microphones. Oh, goody. Well, that's a joke. That's what we want. If you saw that. Do you
0: want ACD blasting through the speakers?
2: It's a Metallica right before kickoff. Boom, or boom, boom. Or do you want a little the freaking band? Bruce Springsteen over there. I mean, come on. Man. Go to a, you go to. A Didn't play. we just invest like a million dollars in the sound system? I can't even hear it. And, and
1: <laughs> they're popular, though. You guys no, know. The, I know. No, but okay, no. but listen. When those sing along songs come on, I'm not saying I agree with it or not. You no, know, it's stupid. I like the ACDC and all that, and I know Wit likes it, and the players like it, but. Well, there
0: you go. That's enough.
1: But. When Sweet Caroline comes uh, on uh, and this isn't Bon Jovi Boston. Boston. Oh, and I'm Living a on a garbage. Prayer and Journey and Don't Stop Believing, oh. you see how many people get up.
2: I know. But watch this. Kay, and participate. It's a football. The, are you think the players are getting jacked to Sweet no. Caroline? That's my
1: point. no,
2: I have been to, I don't know how many, football, hockey, basketball games. The best fan experiences I've been to. They crank the music, and it is rock and roll. It's raucous, man. I'm going whoever's in charge of the, the music. I'm gonna give you some advice, okay? Go to an L.A. Kings hockey game. I despise the L.A. Kings. However, their atmosphere is second to none. No, man, it's, it's it is it's like... from the second you walk in, there is not a second that is wasted. And the music is cranked, and you are in the game. I hate the Kings, but man, they do it right.
0: <laughs> well, and we—I I don't know if we said this before, but the Raiders game—we were all there at that Raiders game against the Chiefs.
2: Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. every third down, ACDC comes on. That place—it
0: was this like it was a party, man. You cannot say that's the atmosphere. That's it. You don't want you want that place shaking. You don't want sweet.
1: I think no, if no, they'd no. played the Chicken Dance Joby, that, they, torp,
2: that little twerp's music You want to hear him?
0: <laughs> He's not going to jack anybody
1: I think if they'd played Sweet Caroline In Oakland In the black hole There would have been More riots than there, yeah, are, more than there already are
2: Yeah because they know It sucks <laughs> So let, let's play ACDC And let's
1: I don't know Hell's, Utah, bells, Hell's bells This is where we need The feet. Thunderstruck on, Yeah what fans. do you guys
2: want? You need Maybe to... I'm out in the night But what do you guys want?
1: I want it Yeah because I will tell you The direction that's they're going is the sing along oh,
2: it's stupid, it's stupid
1: and the the wedding Dj music, oh. so we got so, guys out
0: there kicking the crap out of each other. this violent collision sport. you want to get jacked because that's what it is, and we're gonna sing a, a wedding well, song we're going to do no, chicken dance?
1: Not necessarily. I think I'm hoping in the past, the games have been very programmed. They've got their script, and they kind of stick yeah, to it been
0: stupid sometimes
1: um. They're gonna be more fluid this year where they can if we're it's third and third, three. Yeah. They can yes. then pick what they're, they're gonna play. Let me versus in charge of music. Yeah, me, who's, in, who's in, charge. in charge of
0: music? Call I will me. I guarantee I'll come up with a list. We'll make this the we will enhance the experience. Let,
2: like you said, step one, turn up the volume. It doesn't
0: have to be all the time, just at those moments where you just want energy from the people. But you're right. Amen. There's
2: it's been scripted where it's third and three. They have the ball, the other team's got the ball, they take a timeout. Okay.
1: And then we do a sponsor And then we do a sponsor something. something it just, the and, and atmosphere
2: and it dies. The ball dies and then they come back from commercial. We gotta try and get it back up. Those no, are, no, let's
1: those are going away.
2: Good. That's so. That's good. It's progress. Or we're getting blown
0: out by somebody, and then they do a sing along.
2: Oh, that's even right. <laughs> worse. You're getting beat by Arizona by like forty five, and then it's Bruce Springsteen comes on.
1: So <laughs> I, I think I'm hoping they're uh, gonna listen. We're gonna blow it, though.
0: Are you gonna waste Springsteen? That's the time to do it because no one's getting jacked. Well, Bruce Springsteen.
2: that's a good point. All right, let's just get rid of him altogether.
1: Um, but moving on with more, <laughs> I'm getting you two out of this. You could go on forever and ever. I know that's um, the point. With this fan experience thing, did you guys see this too? We've now partnered with tailgate guys. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw, saw that. that. Had,
0: got emails from this um, dude.
1: It's a I cool idea. They're, they are a national company. We're not the only school that uses them. They franchise with these other schools. But basically the idea is you can hire them to come set up your tailgate. Yeah. So <laughs> so if you've got a tailgate spot on Guardsman or wherever on campus, you can hire tailgate guys. They're will come are set they it gonna up.
0: pay us for this, for this, for you mentioning them. I want, I want some money. There's some royalties. <sighs> that should. We, we
2: need some royalties. Hey, tailgate guys. Tailgate guys. Email me. <laughs>
1: Sponsored by Tailgate Guys. Wait, do, do, um,
2: do they provide the tents and stuff, or is that well, is it your okay. gear?
1: So here's the thing. If there's people out there that are gonna pay for this,
2: freak, call me. All more, set yeah, crap more off.
1: power to you. <laughs> I'm telling. These are so expensive. So okay. Hey.
2: But let's they'll sponsor us before yeah, we start don't, bashing don't, them. Yeah,
0: don't bash it. <laughs> you don't want to
1: get sponsored. <laughs> I'm just—it's a little sticker shock. But if you've got a tailgate where fifty people come, then maybe it's worth it. Well, um, the for Northern Illinois, I mean, their first package starts at three hundred and fifteen dollars.
2: I'll do it for two twenty.
1: And it's not bad though. You get a a tent and some <laughs> chairs and. You get a personalized sign with that one. Because I'm the one
2: hauling everything. You you guys get it for free. I'm Let's the guy sitting all freaking up all so the time. are talking about? I break it down for you?
1: <laughs> their club level is yeah. almost $1,700. Okay.
2: What's
0: that?
1: You get up to 60 guests. You get a reserve location, a 20 by 20 tent, three tables, a sign. You get four coolers with ice, hmm. a dish media package. That's cool. They set it up for you. Get all the so you get a, you have a bunch stuff. of people come together
0: yeah. and each
2: put some money in the pot.
1: Sounds cocktail like cocktail tables and two tent fans. So hey, That's on those a, hot games, nice.
2: It sounds like it's their equipment then.
1: Yes. See that. So it's basically okay. you're hiring this company to come set for up your a, tailgate. One, one game. So you can do it for every game if you want.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm I'm really curious. I want to yeah. know again, Ute fans. If, are you going to use this? And if you use it, I want to hear. I want to hear.
2: How's the experience? Because if it's good, that would be that'd be cool.
1: I mean, like I said, this company. I'm sure it would be
2: good. Does It'd it at great. other
1: schools. And so now this is an option with Utah. And, but again, it goes back to here we are creating this game day atmosphere. We are working. We just hired this national company that's to great. help us create a tailgate atmosphere. Tailgate it doesn't that, happen at That's eight eight not happening at 10 in the morning.
0: Oh, good point. So
1: let's keep the
0: going to be tough enough at the 11 o'clock game
1: exactly tailgate's yeah. not going to ha- it really work. happen on Look, that first I, game
2: i love tailgating but an 11 o'clock game i've got other responsibilities i gotta take care of before yeah. i can get to the stadium I, I there's just no way to do it
1: unless you're sleeping over which we know some people do some people do. will and that's yeah,
2: not enough. that's great not enough.
1: but it's not it's not the same feeling no. as when you go over there for a 7 p.m game and you got hot dogs, is, and Guardsman's
2: yeah. wild. And just, so yeah. it, it'll
1: be interesting to see it, but like I said, if anyone uses it, I do want to know, because it seems like a lot of money, but maybe if you pool it all you together, it, maybe it's fun. a... Got
2: 20 people. I'll just, I'll
0: just for this, okay, you want to have some fun. I'm not, you know, a lot of people have tailgated. Some have not. Tailgating's fun. Right. Get involved. The atmosphere prior to a game, you get... You, I don't know, you just get jacked up for the game. You're with other fans. There's It's that, fun. You know... That experience of, of this m- massive group of people. It's a lot going on. It's fun. You know, take advantage of all these things. Right. They're out there. To, uh, to me, it does enhance the experience of the game. Then you go over there and it's right on. Let's go. Let's kick the crap out of everybody. It's good times.
1: And again, they are doing where they sound the cannon.
2: And that is the signal for That's what? That's the 20 signal minutes?
1: for everyone to head over to the stadium and get into your seats. What
2: what's the time frame that we have on that?
1: I think it's a half hour. Half
2: hour. I think you're right.
1: Um. So when you hear that cannon, let's go. Your tailgate needs to be cleaned up, and let's get over to the stadium.
0: Be there. Yeah. When the game starts, please. Okay. I've got an article here. Um. It's online, it was the. Let's see. What was it? Last word on dot Com. I don't know what exact what it is or who, who's in charge of that. But but the the title of the arg uh, of the article is. The Pac 12's biggest non conference games in 2019. The Pac 12's biggest non conference games in 2019. They have a list of them. Here's a few of them California at Ole Miss, Stanford and Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, Oregon and Auburn. That's right at the gate. That's the
2: 31st. And Auburn's ranked 16th. So it's that's 11 back, versus 16. That's a big game. That's big a big game. game. Go, come on. Oregon Ducks. State,
0: Oklahoma State, Washington. Versus Eastern Washington. That doesn't sound like a big game, but Eastern Washington—that's uh, their first game. They can be dangerous. So yeah. then you have Washington State, Houston, Arizona versus Texas Tech, Arizona State at Michigan State, Jeez. Colorado, Nebraska, UCLA plays Oklahoma. They listed Utah playing BYU as, and I, okay, I get I get why it's a, it's a big game, but I guess. For me, when I read this, is I don't want BYU to be the biggest non-conference game that Utah plays every freaking year. I, I want to play Ole Miss. I, I mean, it'd be cool to play Notre Dame. How about Oklahoma State? How about Houston, Texas about, Tech, yeah, Texas Tech? Okay, let's let's be real. You and every P5 or almost every P5 team. Their schedules are tough when they're playing. So those first few games there's usually a good game and some easier An games a, B, in, and a C theory, game. in theory in theory cuz you never know when you're scheduling a way out but right. in theory that's the way it is. Well if Utah schedules BYU every year
1: we can't leave room for any of these. There's no
0: room and I'm not interested in that. I want to have those other games. I want to I want to play those other teams.
1: Don't you want
2: Mich- the Michigans of the world coming to Rice Eccles exactly. and then going to Michigan.
1: Yeah, those were awesome.
2: That was, how awesome was that when the opening game of the year was Michigan? Michigan. That was unbelievable. We had? We had I, left my, I left my wife at the hospital after having our uh, <laughs> daughter. This true story. She, my daughter was one, not even a day old. I remember. And I had to ask for permission and bless her heart. Our, man, she I don't know said, I got it, man. I don't know how you said, got it. Yes, go. Went to the game and then went back to the hospital in a very good mood. But you're exactly right. Every year there are, quote-unquote, A game. I, I'm so thrilled that in 44 years from now we're going to play Arkansas if I'm still alive. <laughs> right. I mean, good grief. They just
1: announced that. But
2: you're right. Why can't we play Texas Tech, Texas A&M, yeah, I, Florida I, State? I want to play all these teams. I, I, that's who I want to see. I don't want to see the Zoobs every year. No. There's a place for BYU. There's a place for Utah State. But baby brother, I'm not interested in baby brother every no. year. No, it's their it's their Super Bowl. It is not our Super Bowl. We have way bigger fish to fry. I would so much rather play. I mean, freak Purdue. Any, I do
0: anybody? Anybody? Other teams? I just Louisville. I know. So when I read the article and you see who these guys are playing, and they do mix it up, and um. The, the thing about a number of these teams, you know, Washington, Washington State, they're in the conference together, mm-hmm. Oregon, Oregon State. So they're, that rivalry, we don't have that rivalry with Colorado. No. Now. no. And, you know, who knows? So BYU, who's our legit rival, so what? I don't care. I, I, I don't want that to take every year the place of another quality team anyway. That's it. I think we're in agreement with that. Yeah. I would hope most people. I don't think they think beyond just the game. Oh, we want to play them every year. Well, okay, but then we don't get to see Michigan. Yeah. We don't get to see Arkansas. We can't even bring in Houston or anybody else Mm-mm. because they're not, we're not going to stack it up like that. Right. Okay, we're winding down. So just a couple of things here before one thing, and then we'll get,
2: hmm, Let's do, uh, let's do this next week okay, we can do that next we got, week. We got some rivalry talk next week. So we've got uh <laughs> make sure you tune in.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, so yeah, let's let's make next week it all begins. It's so go time. It's not only it's go time, it's 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 g- game week. It's game week Thur- Thursday, Thursday and it's Day. not only that, it's the Zooby game. So we got we'll have plenty to say about the Zoobs baby brother down south and there's a lot of information we'll get to. Um that should be a fun one. Plenty of mocking to go around based on fact.
1: (laughs) All of it's based on fact. On
0: fact and reality and truth. So we're going to end tonight again, as we always do, um, with the Dick Award. This week goes to, uh, his name is Aaron Fitz something, Fitzner. Aaron Fitzner. He writes for the, uh, is it the Daily Universe down in Zubyland?
1: That is down in... In the, the heart of in the okay. valley, <laughs> valley of happiness.
0: So here he gets the dick award, and here's why. So he wrote this article, he, BYU versus Utah preview, analysis of eight game losing skid. Okay, so I'll give him props up front in his in his, his two two starting paragraphs. He says it's been over eight years since BYU football has taken down Utah. That's something you've probably heard more than once. Well, you should hear it more than once. You suck. You suck. We kick your butt all the time. So, okay. The last time BYU won a game of football against Utah was on November 28, 2009, a game that ended with BYU merging victorious in a 26-23 overtime thriller. We should have kicked your butt then, too. Yeah, we should have beat you. Okay, that's the last time they won. By the time BYU plays Utah on August 29, Utah streak will have run 3,561 days since... November 27, 2010, blah, blah, blah. Um, And he goes on and on and on. And then he goes into the article and talks about a bunch of other stuff. So, okay, I'll give him props for acknowledging Utah has kicked their butt forever. A decade. A decade. And and we can talk more next week about it's freaking 25 years. A decade. (laughs) A decade. Uh, But
2: here comes the Dick Award. But
0: here comes, this is why it's the Dick Award and... Typical of Zoob's everywhere. The final paragraph from Mr. Aaron Fitzner of the Daily Universe. The most important figure, as with any sport, is the number of national championships. As far as these championships are concerned, BYU has an infinite, infinite edge, owning the rivalry's low national championship, which the Cougars took. In 1984, there it is, the Dick Award. 1984.
2: You weren't even born. I was not even born. Okay, I was I was two years from being born. Brynn was like,
1: I was one,
2: one years old. So we're talking. This is the this is the weird
0: world of the Zuby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can be dominated. You get the your she kicked out of you year after year. Be dom- blah blah on and on. We're kicking the crap out of
2: them. And what is their comeback? Well, 1984. 1984. 1984. 1984. Just go on Twitter and argue with a BYU fan for about 20 seconds.
1: <laughs> It'll come 20 up. 20
2: seconds and 1984. Boom, 1984.
1: Have you ever, in an argument... No. <laughs> Fiesta Bowl, Sugar Bowl, no. have you ever? Ever? No.
2: Maybe in like 2009, right, <laughs> right after we won the Sugar okay, Bowl. Okay,
1: that's valid. Undefeated. Exactly. Undefeated in the system that was so screwed up at the time. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, We can
0: only play the system that it is.
1: and it, That's what it was at the time and we still... Went undefeated and won those bowl games. Basically, I'll say it: national champions. I mean, yeah. But we don't bring it up. I don't bring that. I've never, it, never once brought, up. brought that up to anybody. Nineteen
0: eighty four. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four is their answer. To so, Walt Dick Award to Aaron. You
2: know how long ago that was? Nineteen eighty four. That the Raiders won the Super Bowl in nineteen eighty four. It's been that long, and we haven't been relevant since then. So there you. <laughs> Just to has, put that into perspective, BYU. that is the only thing they have. And, man, they hold on to that thing strong.
0: Oh, well, congratulations, <laughs> Aaron Fitzner of the Daily Universe. We award you with the Dick Award for this week. All right, Ute fans, it's coming. Ten days. Time to kick the crap out of the Zoobies. We'll see you uh, Next week let us know what you're thi- what you're thinking what your thoughts are let's get out of here